Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Awesome. We'll just keep getting people in, finding their seats quickly so we can get this exciting service started today. So if you are new with us, I just wanted to say a huge welcome. My name is Charlie. I look after the church here with my husband, Benaya, who will be up here a little bit later on. Um, And we have a very exciting service for you this morning. It's going to be a little bit different. We've got some exciting things happening. It's going to be a very full service, so strap yourself in. Um, So this morning, if you are joining us, whether you're joining us online, podcast, here in person, just to explain what's going to be happening this morning, we are going to be doing our baptisms. We have 13 incredible people getting baptised on the stage this morning. I did feel the hot tub. It's nice and warm and toasty. We look after you people declaring Jesus. No, yeah, and Nat's in there just already frolicking, frolicking, (laughs) enjoying the moment. Um, So we have 13 amazing people getting baptized this morning. And that is just people who have decided to make a public declaration of Jesus as their Lord and their Savior. Here at Celebration Church, that's what we believe in. We believe in, you know, putting our hand up and saying yes to receiving Christ as our Savior, but then also to making that public declaration and a symbolization of our sins being washed away um, is really, really powerful in Jesus' name. So, we good, church. (laughs) We're so good. Front row is good, at least. That's okay. I can work with that. (laughs) Um, So, What we're going to, how this morning is going to work, church, is during, because we have 13 incredible people getting baptized, we're going to be doing it during our praise and our worship service time. So we are allowed to vocally sing in church, but we do ask that you wear face masks if you do want to do that, if you want to be vocally singing out this morning. And what we're going to do is we're going to welcome up people here. They're going to tell us why they want to get baptized this morning. We're going to go over here, they'll get baptized, and then as they get baptized, we're just going to worship and praise together as a church family to celebrate this momentous occasion with them. And then we're going to run through the rest of our service. So just remember, church, this is such, I mean, I remember when I was baptized. I was baptized when I was only seven years old, and it's such a significant moment. And as a church family, we get to celebrate and love our our people that are doing this. So let's make sure that as we're going through, we do really take time to celebrate them, to stand with them. You can pray over them if you want where you, from where you're sitting, um, but it's going to be amazing. So why don't we get started? Sound good? So we are going to get up. So why don't we all stand as a church and I'm going to welcome up Miss Imogen. Yeah, we're ready to go. Imogen, hello, come on stage. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So everybody, this is Imogen. Imogen, what does Jesus mean to you? Jesus means to me that he's basically my world and I want to be with him every step of the way. Awesome. Let's celebrate Imogen. You can go across there. Let's go. 
next, let's welcome up Miss Sienna. All right, Sienna, why don't you tell us what does Jesus mean to you? A saviour. A saviour. Beautiful, short and sweet. Let's go, Sienna. Awesome. All right, we've got Shani. Let's welcome our Miss Shani. Hooray, hooray, hooray. <laughs> All right, Shani, what does Jesus mean to you? Um, everything. He means everything. Awesome. Go, Shani. Let's lift our voices, church. Come on. Amazing, Miss Brianna. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Hello, Brianna. What does Jesus mean to you? He's my saviour. He saved me. He's my saviour and he saved me. Amazing, Brianna. So good. Awesome.
So good. Now let's welcome up our next person, Katura. Hello, Katura. What does Jesus mean to you? Um, well, I'm going to cry. Um, well, he's always been like a father to me because when I was young, I didn't really have a dad. And so it was just kind of God was with me and it was just, yeah. Awesome. So beautiful. He's your father. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So beautiful. Don't forget to be praying, church, lifting up your voice in celebration of these incredible young people. How are you going, Christy? You good? <laughs> what does Jesus mean to you? My Lord, Saviour, King, goodness, like hope, everything. <laughs> Amazing. My Lord, Saviour, King, goodness, hope, everything. Let's go. So good. Come on. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Just before we go to the next person, I just wanted to, I, I probably should have said this at the start. The people that are getting baptized today are, are mainly our youth and our young adults. And a lot of them, yay, yay, yay. A lot of them are people that have made their decision to follow Jesus this year. So if there's anything to be joyful and thankful and celebratory about at the end of 2020, which has been a bit of a struggle for some people, it is that we have 13 incredible people that have made the decision to follow Jesus and that are here. And Miss Paige, you are next. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Beautiful Paige, how are you going? 
Good. <laughs> and what does Jesus mean to you? Life, love and hope. Life, love and hope. Let's celebrate, Paige. Let's go. So good. Amen, amen, amen. All right, this is Tori. Tori. Woo. What does Jesus mean to you? He's the, un oh, the unconditional love that will always and forever be there, support and be proud of you no matter what, no matter what you're going through, he will always be there for you. Amazing, amazing. We celebrate you, Tori. So good. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you lift your voices, church? Lift your hands. Take this moment. Thank you, Jesus. So good, Lisa. Woohoo. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> All right, everyone, this is Lisa. Lisa, what does Jesus mean to you? Everything, pretty much. 
everything pretty much. I like it. Short and sweet. Awesome, Lisa. We celebrate you this morning. So you get baptized. So good. Awesome. So good. All right. Next, we have Christian. Awesome. We're doing good, church. We've got three more to go, three incredible young men. Christian, hello. What does Jesus mean to you? Jesus is my everything, my Lord and Savior. Jesus is my everything, my Lord and my Savior. Awesome, Christian. We celebrate you this morning. Such beautiful moments, church. You are witnessing some of just the most beautiful, joyful moments. Let's not get familiar with this. It's such a precious moment in these people's lives that we get to celebrate as family this morning. So good, so good. Truman, welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you going? This is Truman. He is so wonderful. I just want to encourage you just quickly. He has only not been in church for very long and he has serves nearly every Sunday. He's helping set up stuff. He's helping do things. Truman, you're such a blessing. 
such a blessing. He's got such a beautiful heart for people and for God. So Truman, what does Jesus mean to you? He's the father that I never actually physically had in my life. And I've grown just so much because of his guidance. It's pretty much a father figure for me. And yeah, he's everything. Amazing, amazing. Truman, we celebrate you. So beautiful. Amazing church. Let's raise your voices. So good. We have come to our final, Mr. Michael Wazaka. Come up here, Mikey. This is Michael. If you don't know him, he's actually Joey's brother. We love you, Michael. We celebrate you today. And Michael, what does Jesus mean to you? Um, he's my saviour and a light in darkness. Amazing. Saviour and light in darkness. Let's raise the roof, church. Let's go. Come on. Come on, church. Raise your voices. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your voices, church. Come on. Hands raised. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
good. I reckon, church, we just sing this through one more time. Let's raise the roof in here. If you've got your mask on, sing out as loud as you can. Hands raised, heart abandoned. Let's do what we need to do to finish the year well and strong. Our God is good in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't we lift up a shout of praise, church? Raise your voices. 
Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Come on, come on, come on. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise this morning. Oh, Jesus, we just thank you, God. We thank you that you are good. We thank you that in every season you are still God. You are still on the throne. And this morning, Jesus, we celebrate you. We celebrate the year that has been, but ultimately celebrate your goodness, that you are steadfast, God, even in the trials, even in the situations that we might not be able to think that it's the greatest or the brightest, God, you are a light in our darkness, You are a stronghold. You are a fortress that surrounds us and protects us. And this morning, Jesus, we celebrate with all of heaven. We celebrate with all of heaven. Those 13 beautiful people that made the public declaration that you are King, you are Lord, and you are Saviour. Thank you, Jesus. We honour you this morning. You are our honoured guest, Holy Spirit, in the house. So we thank you in Jesus' name. You have come to a good morning in Celebration Church. Amen, amen, amen. Why don't you go and say hello to somebody close by. If you're new, introduce somebody, socially distanced, of course. Elbow tap, air high five in Jesus' name. Amazing. I just invite you to find your seat somewhere. That will be fantastic. So good. What a good morning. (laughs) What a good morning. In Jesus' name. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, so exciting, church. We are, now restrictions are starting to ease a little bit. This is the fullest our church has been since like March or something. It's so exciting. So good, so good. So, so exciting that you could spend your morning with us. Like I said, if you're new, we just want to say a huge welcome at Celebration Church. We love when we have visitors. We love when we have new people. Um, We would like to give you a free coffee after the service. All the coffee addicts in the house said, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Jesus is on the throne. Oh, Joel, you can't jump in the tub again. Okay, thank you. No. So if you are new, we would love to give you free coffee after the service. Make sure you stick around, meet some of our church family here, get to know some of us. We're not scary. Um, We'll love you. We'll welcome you. We'll embrace you. Um, That will be amazing. Some announcements. So obviously it is such a busy season in life and it's a busy season in church, but it's all the good stuff. So 
Firstly, we wanted to celebrate our birthdays this week is Miss Christy Frith and Mr. Mike Meiser. We celebrate, we celebrate, we celebrate, we celebrate, we celebrate. Um, as a church, what we are doing is, we've been doing it for a couple of years. We do these beautiful hampers. Ooh, sparkly treats, fresh. Um, so, well, not actually fresh, it's all packaged. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we do these beautiful hampers for people in our city that are a little bit less fortunate or might be struggling around this time of year financially. Um, we've been doing it for the last couple of years. And we as a church, obviously, we, we love our community. We want to give much back as back as much as possible. So if you would like to either donate some food or you would like to pay for a hamper, a whole hamper costs $75. Um, you can do that through the back double doors at our office after the service. Or if you would like to bring in food to help support the hampers, you can do that up until next Sunday, the 20th. Um, and then we're going to distribute them for that week out into the community for Christmas. So our families have the food and the packages ready for Christmas. So if you want to be a part of that, that is what we are doing. And also, if you have somebody that you know is in need in this time of year, if you know a family, if you know a couple of families, if you know an individual, um, let us know. Let us know their details. We'll keep it anonymous. We're not going to, you know, post their name on social media or anything like that. But we will just go and we'll go around to their house and we'll bless them. So if you do know somebody that needs a little bit of help this Christmas season, please let us know. Coming up tonight, tonight, 6 p.m., our church is amazing and we do not function with just Benara and myself. We would die if we tried to do everything. Um, we have the amazing help of all of you guys, our incredible volunteers that come in, serve week in, week out, come out through the week, help with the gardens, help with maintenance, whatever it is. And we want to honour and celebrate you. So tonight at 6pm, we have our volunteer appreciation dinner. If you would like to come to that and you haven't RSVP, please let us know. And I have been told to make special note it's not like a potluck where everyone brings something and it ends up being like awkward like what is this meat I'm chewing on is it meat I don't know maybe it's a sock um it's not going to be that because we are getting it catered by mama's Italian kitchen Mamma mia, delicious. Bon appetit. Um, so come with your appetites, donate lunch, get ready to just gorge yourself on carbs and part dairy and all of that good thing. Um, Benaya actually is going to set up his little drink station. Back, back by popular demand. Last year, we had a little drink station set up with all these fancy non-alcoholic cocktails that we were serving. And he'll probably be riding solo this time because I have a baby that I have to take care of. So he's going to be there mixing it up. He's actually got a little bit of an outfit that he's going to be wearing. Need I say more? Um, and also, it is Christmas dress up. So dress up as a Christmas tree. Dress up as a star. I don't know. What else? A reindeer. Come with your best Christmas outfit on and we will have lots of fun. Jade, I know you just love Christmas dress ups. It's your favourite. Your favourite. Um, so yes, that is actually a thing. So come dressed as Christmas, Christmas spirit. That's going to be amazing. 
Um, we do have our Christmas celebration service, which is going to be next Sunday, the 20th. So that is just when, I know it's not Christmas Day, but it is just going to be a celebration of all things Christmassy. Our incredible kids team are going to come and do a little item for us. That's always fun and, you know, cute and things like that. So that's going to happen, which is going to be amazing. We're going to have carols. Santa will be here. There's going to be a photo booth. It's going to be a fun family day. So come out next Sunday, the 20th, to celebrate. Invite your friends and family as well. We will love them. We will welcome them. We will embrace them. And then on actual Christmas Day, the 25th, we have a one-hour service starting at 9am. We always keep those services short because we know that you want to go and eat your Christmas pudding and unwrap all your little goodies under the tree. So we will be doing a one-hour service on Christmas Day. All people are welcome, friends, family, neighbours, dog, cat, bring them all. Celebrate the Christmas spirit in Jesus' name. If you have missed anything that I have said, because there's lots of information, and I know that even I sometimes zone out, I know, shock horror, we do have these little December newsletter, Christmas December newsletters. It has a little... um, for your convenience, magnet that you can stick on your fridge. So when you go to get some milk, you're like, oh, what's happening at Celebration Church? I can see it because it's on my fridge. Um, So we have them. You can pick them up at the office as well. And the last thing, you guys have been so patient and wonderful. As a church, we have decided this year, because we had our fires, we had our floods, we had COVID, it was all a little bit crazy, we wanted to bless our community. So we are sending out 20,000 Christmas cards on behalf of you guys to every single person in our city to just let them know that as a church, we're praying for them, we love them, they have a place if they ever want to come and visit us. Um, So I just wanted to take a moment, they actually went out started going out this week. Obviously, it's going to be a bit of a process, but I wanted to take a moment for you guys and for us just to pray over that because I think we can't underestimate. Yes, it's love. Yes, it's kindness. But at the same time, the Holy Spirit can move through those cards in those moments where people are in need. We can meet them where they're at. So I think, why don't we just pray as a church? You know what? I'm going to get Josh up here to come and pray, if that's okay. Let's welcome up Josh. And let's just pray over this as a church family. Awesome. Great. Will you pray with me if you just stretch out your hand? God, we just thank you over our community, God. We thank you for the crazy year that's been, God. But no matter what happens, God, we just thank you that you are still in charge, God. We thank you for the privilege that we have to be doing what we do within this community, God. And we just pray over the Shoalhaven, God, that you may bless it, God, that it may be a, a place Um, where there is joy, where there is freedom, where there is heaven on earth experience, God. And we thank you that we get to do that. So um, in Jesus' name, we just ask that you bless every family that these cards go out to. May it just be a fresh glimmer of hope, God. May it just be a fresh reflection of your heart to them, God. So in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Josh, amazing. Um, We're just going to come around our giving at Celebration Church. We believe in being generous and that we are blessed to be a blessing. So we have so that we can give. And up on the screen is just a few ways that we can give. If you want to give online, in cash at the office or direct deposit, anything like that. And I just wanted to remind us just simply around our giving this morning. Um, 
in the season where we are obviously spending a lot, where we are, you know, buying presents, all of those sorts of things, I think we just need to be reminded that we don't lose our generous spirit, that we don't lose our generous heart, that we don't lose that ability to be able to give and give freely and bless people. And I think when it comes to us as a church family, we do this so well. You know, we're doing the hampers, we're doing the Christmas cards, but even internally, making sure that we're still blessing, that we're still giving, that we're still being generous, so that we can still continue to reach out into our community, bless people in need. So why don't I just quickly pray for us as you give this morning. So Father, I thank you that your generosity never stops, God. I thank you that you are generous in all seasons and in all circumstances. And I pray that we as your church can reflect back to you, your heart and your nature. And this morning, God, we just give and we give with open hearts. We give with with, um, excitement and with joy that you can multiply our giving this morning morning to reach people that need to be reached. And this morning, God, I pray for every heart here to be so open to hear what you have to say to them, to be so willing to be um, changed and transformed by the power of your word this morning. Again, we celebrate you. We celebrate all that you've done this year. And we thank you for the honor it is to be in your house. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Here is my son in his little sleep sack. (laughs) Apparently, he wouldn't go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, Bear, Bear just wanted to say hi this morning, didn't you, Bear? And on the way out this morning, as we closed the front door, he threw up on me and him. And then on the way in, he threw up again on himself. And this thing, if you don't know, is called a sleep sack for all the young people here. And that's what people wear when they go to sleep, apparently. He wears one. I know Nat wears one sometimes. Can I just say, <laughs> I don't know, it's like probably not going to be very funny because you can't actually see it. But I left Bear's outfit out on the change table because I came in a little bit earlier. <laughs> and all the women in the house might know, maybe some men as well, that the dads sometimes need a little bit of help with children sometimes not all the times but sometimes I got to the car and I had left out like obviously he's got a little jumpsuit on which like the push pins underneath and little tights um I got here when I got here I looked at the car and he had put bare full 80s style tights on first then the jumpsuit underneath then the socks on over top and I looked at bear and I was like you look like an 80s aerobics instructor like anyway so well done, Benaya, but a little bit of help next time. <laughs> I still think my way is right, by the way. That's... Anyway. Awesome. Thanks, Alicia. Fantastic. Well, the joys of being a parent. Um, I'm actually loving being a dad. If you're new here, that's my wife, Charlotte. I'm Benaya, and we are the senior pastors here, and that's our little eight-month-old, that's he's our first, and um, I can honestly say parenting, being a dad, is the best thing, it's just the best thing in the world, and all the dads said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, he's the highlight of my world, I love him with all my heart, and he is super cute, which always helps in those painful times. If you're new here, again, we just want to say a big welcome to you. We just want to say it's a a privilege to have you with us. And whether you're just here as a one-off or whether you are looking for a new church home, 
Um, hey, you're welcome. Uh, we do have our Christmas services coming up, and it's going to be great. Um, and a big congratulations to all those who got baptised this morning. Awesome. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to them. It's a big deal to God when we do pu- uh, public baptisms. So well done. Um, and if you're not yet to be baptised, hey, chat to one of the team here. We can take you down to the river anytime and baptise you. Seriously, go a bit old school. Grays Beach, down. Push you off the bridge. I don't know. Paringa, something. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. God is good. All right, here we go. Are you ready? Are you ready? <clears throat> Several men were in a locker room of the gym where a, f- a cell phone or a mobile phone on a bench rang and a man put it on speaker and began to talk. Everyone else in the room stopped to listen. Hello, the man said. Hi, honey, it's me. Are you at the club? Said the woman. Yes, he said. I'm at the shops now and found this beautiful leather coat. It only costs $2,000. Is it okay if I buy it? Sure, go ahead if you like it that much. The woman also said, I also stopped by the Lexus dealership and saw the new models. I saw one I really liked. How much, he asked. $90,000. Okay, for that price, I want it with all the options. Great, she said. Oh, one more thing. I was just talking to my friend and found out that the house I wanted last year is back on the market. They're asking for $980,000. Well then, go ahead and make an offer for $900,000, he said. They'll probably take it. If not, we can go to the extra $80,000 if that's what you really want. Okay, I'll see you later. I love you so much, she said. Bye, I love you too. The man hung up. The other men in the locker room were staring at him in astonishment, mouths wide open. He turned and asked, anyone know whose phone this is? <laughs> oh, yes. This is awkward. My wife's asking for my car keys. There you go. Perfect timing. That's not my wife, by the way. (laughs) My wife is in the office. (laughs) Just for the new people who are here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, why don't you turn to Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. I'm just going to share a short message, then we have some people we want to thank in the service and then go through a couple of stats that we want to celebrate this year. Tonight we have our volunteer thank you dinner. Um, it's, it's catered by my Italian kitchen, Mama's Italian kitchen. So make sure you come along hungry. That They're a great local restaurant. Uh, plenty of food for all, which is good. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and Father through him. Whatever you do, in word and deed, do it in the name of Jesus. How much of what we do do we do in the name of Jesus? (laughs) Giving thanks to God 
the Father through him. This morning for a few minutes, I want to speak to you about the power of thanksgiving. If you know my preaching, you know that thanksgiving is a continual theme that I just love to speak about. I think we live in a world where we could be more thankful sometimes. Thanksgiving is a powerful tool. It's a powerful thing that God has created. And thanksgiving is something that if you're a thankful person, it will truly change who you are. I don't know if you've noticed this, but the most thankful people I know are usually the most happy. Often the most unhappy people I know are the most critical. Being married to Charlotte, uh, I'm extremely blessed. And one of the reasons I'm blessed is because she's a half-glass-full type of person. Any half-glass-full type of people here, naturally, you just see the bright side of life. She married me, who can be a bit of a drag sometimes, and can be a little bit of, I can see the issues, but she can see the positives. And we balance each other out. But I've tried in my life to become better at being thankful. I've tried in my life to be less critical and more thankful. Why? Because being thankful is an attribute of the kingdom. If you want to be a kingdom person, you have to be a thankful person. It actually needs to be part of your DNA, part of who you are, part of what you carry. Not just after a sermon about Thanksgiving, but every single day. Even on your worst day, to be thankful, which is such a discipline, but so powerful. Why is it that the Bible talks about giving a sacrifice of praise? Because a sacrifice costs you something. It's extremely easy for me to be thankful to you. If you walked up to me today and said, here's 10 grand for you for Christmas, it's easy for me to be thankful. Yeah? If you came up to me and said, your, 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 your car is covered in bird poop from the birds that I released over your car, from my Avery, it'll be very different. I might be a little bit more unthankful. The thing is, though, in life is that we're called to always be people who have a posture of thankfulness. So here's a thought. You know that we talk, speak about heaven invading earth. The Bible says, pray on earth as it is in heaven. What is the call of Celebration Church? It's to be an outworking of heaven on earth. Yeah? What's the mission? It's to celebrate people, God, and life. But through that, to create an atmosphere of heaven touching earth. My ultimate dream today is this, is that if you're new here, that you would experience a taste of the atmosphere of heaven here on earth. And the Bible talks about heaven. There's no tears, there's no pain, there's no sickness, there's no loneliness. It's, it's joy, it's peace, it's patience, it's love, it's forgiveness. It's thanksgiving. The atmosphere around us right now, take a big breath in, big breath out. You're breathing in an atmosphere right now. Hopefully the person near you smells okay. Hopefully their atmosphere is okay. <laughs> 
Now we're one or two meters closer together, square meters from last week with the government restrictions. I'm hoping those around you smell okay because you're breathing in their atmosphere. You see, heaven has an atmosphere. What is the atmosphere of heaven? This is what I think it is. It's Thanksgiving. And let this just drop in your spirit. One day when you die, and if you're giving your heart to Christ, the Bible says that you experience heaven. Well, the thing is this, is that heaven, the atmosphere of heaven is thanksgiving, which means everybody is always thankful, grateful, content, joyful. Thanksgiving and joy goes hand in hand. As Australians, we have so much to be thankful for. So much to be thankful. Even in the midst of a COVID bushfire flood year, we have so much to be thankful for. So Thanksgiving is the atmosphere of heaven. And we have to remember that God lives in the atmosphere of heaven. Think about this with me. God isn't just on his throne in heaven. The Bible says he inhabits the praise of his people. So when you're thankful, you are inviting God to dwell in the atmosphere of your life. Charlie and I in our home consistently do our best to create an atmosphere of heaven. It's, we're not perfect, but we are always thinking about our conversations, who's in our home, what's happening in our home. Why? Because we have a son who wants the atmosphere of heaven to be a normal thing for him. And one of the greatest ways to outwork that is through thanksgiving. I want to encourage you to be a 10 percenter. Luke 17, amazing story. I'm not going to preach on it today, but Luke 17, if you want to read it, read it at home. It's amazing. Memorize it if you need to. Jesus heals the 10 lepers. He heals them. A miracle takes place. In the moment, they're thankful. In the moment, they, oh my goodness, my life has changed. But then it says that one leper came back. One leper came back and said, Jesus, actually, I just want to say again, thank you. And it says that that one leper amazed the heart of Jesus to the point where Jesus said, where's everybody else? He was one in 10. He was a 10 percenter. And I want to encourage us as a church, let's be the 10 percenters. Listen, it's, it's good for you. It's always good for you to say thank you in the moment but it's even better for you to come back later and say thank you again. Send that thank you text. Find that person after a meeting three days later and say, I've been thinking about it. Thank you. Find that person down the street who blessed you. Find them. Say thank you. Find that family member who went out of their way. You see, what thank you does, thank you means that you thought about the cost involved with what that person has done. Yesterday, we had a Connect, we had a connect dinner, Christmas dinner breakup. Charlie, from the morning, yesterday morning, all the way through to last night, was getting everything ready in our home for our connect. Cleaning, getting the decorations right, getting the food right, shopping, uh, you know, days before that. All the way through to she went to bed at midnight last night, cleaning up afterwards, because she gave out so much out of a heart of love The cost was massive. Hopefully those in the connect group think about that cost. 
I can think I might connect group because I might connect group. But no one sees that cost. People just turn up, enjoy, go home. There is a cost. In this story, there was a cost with Jesus. There was a cost that he would die on the cross to defeat all of sickness. He was just already outworking it. So when you say thankful, we're taking a moment to acknowledge the cost. We need to be good at this as a church because we have to understand that God dwells in the atmosphere of thanksgiving. Do you know that Thanksgiving medically has been connected now? Harvard done a study on this with how it affects your body. There are lesser rates of depression when Thanksgiving goes up. There are increased qualities or quality of sleep when someone's Thanksgiving goes up. How cool is that? Serotonin has been proven to be released in your body, which is the feel-good hormone when you were thankful. So if you want to get onto a natural high, get onto the train of thanksgiving. <laughs> now, if it does that good for your body, I wonder what negativity does to your body. I wonder what whinging does. I wonder what all that type of just rubbish does. We have to be thankful. It says in Psalm 100 verse 4, it says... Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. We enter his courts with what church? With thanksgiving. (laughs) Who here wants to walk in the presence of God? You've been given the code. You've been given the key. It isn't to say a hundred prayers. It isn't to go to church a thousand times. It isn't to climb Mount Everest for God, it is to simply have a heart that is truly thankful. You know what kills our thankfulness though is familiarity. Familiarity is when we treat things that are, that are, that are honourable as common. And we do this with each other all the time. I think Australians do this really well and it's not a good thing. People who actually should be shown more honour aren't and we treat them as every day and we do it and we know it happens because people become critical of each other. I've got a friend who, um, I might get him to preach here one time, but him and his wife planted a church in Japan. They packed up their family, literally, he was youth pastoring here, took their family and just moved to Japan and started a church over there and they saw God do incredible things and I was so intrigued by the journey of it and I, I said to him, I had lunch with him about a month ago and I said, tell me about the culture. Tell me about, and this guy's a full Aussie, like full Aussie, bearded, you know, bloke, and he's over in Japan, uh, you know, in a culture that is completely different. Can't even speak the language. Talk about an adventure for God. And he's over there, and he just, he he talked about the different uh, cultural things, but he said one thing you find is that the culture of honour is so strong. (laughs) It's so strong. People are so honourable to each other. He said, he goes, you can put your four-year-old on the local train to go to preschool and it's so safe that that becomes normal. The culture is just so safe, so honourable there. Now they have their own issues as well over there, but it was just cool to hear an aspect of a culture that actually has been built on not treating everyone as though I'm going to be critical of you. 
I've got this here. I'm going to show you what this is. I'm going to show you this thing first. I don't know if it deserves a round of applause, but that's okay. That's, it's, uh, this is, uh, this is uh, broccoli, or broccoli, depending on where you're from. Also known as the devil's weed, if you... And then we have this, this bad boy. This bad boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that Thanksgiving, it's kind of a strange example, but Thanksgiving, to your soul and to your heart in the kingdom, is like having the nutritional value of broccoli, but with the sweetness of chocolate. Yes, Ben the vegan is clapping at the back. Yes, we know you're a vegan, Ben. <laughs> Tell everybody, yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, no, we love Benny. It's a really bizarre thing because when you're thankful, it's, it does so much to your heart, so much to your soul, to your mind, to your spirit. It's just a superfood. But it's not like trying to, if you don't like broccoli, sometimes it'll be a bit tough. It's like eating this stuff, which is just liquid gold if you melt it down or just <laughs> eat it. I remember growing up, we, uh, my brother and I, we, we hated broccoli, hated broccoli. And my parents would say, you're not leaving the table until you eat everything on your plate. So there will always be the broccoli left over. Anyone else's parents done that to them? Yeah. We sat there one night for three and a half hours. <laughs> This is a regular occurrence in our house. It was a, it was a uh, stubborn, uh, stubborn off, whatever the word is, between me and my mum and Sam and my mum. And I remember one time I hated broccoli so much that I, that I just filled my mouth with as much broccoli as I could and said, can I, can I go to the bathroom? And I hated it so much that when I got to the bathroom, I threw up. Not spat it out, I projectile threw up all that broccoli and more. I've grown up since then and I will eat it if my wife makes me eat it. But <laughs> so, so Thanksgiving is a superfood of the kingdom. Thanksgiving is a superfood of the kingdom. It produces health. If you need to be healthier, be thankful. In Psalm 107, verse 8 and 9, it says, Let us give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. What does it say? It says, Give thanks to the Lord for he fills the hungry with good things. He fills the hungry. He feeds you. He looks after you when you are thankful in Jesus' name. Do you know that you thrive in an atmosphere of thanksgiving? If you want to thrive, if you want your kids to thrive, create an atmosphere of thankfulness. Understand that thankfulness carries an attitude of humility, and humility causes health. Sometimes it's hard to be thankful because we have pride. But I've learned that the more humble I am, the more thankful I am, and vice versa. The more thankful I am, the more humble I am. It's an acknowledgement of someone else's greatness. That's what thankfulness is. 
Third and final thought before we move on to the next part of our service. To be thankful to God is to know God. The more thankful we are, the more we know him. Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says this. And I know you know this one, but do not be be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. What happens is this. It's such an unusual scripture, and this is my last thought, but this scripture is saying, don't be anxious about anything, but in all things, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God will come. And the goodness of God will come. The maturity of God will come. So what thanksgiving does, it takes the trial and it makes it holy. Think about this with me. Let us drop in your spirit. Thanksgiving takes a trial and makes it have a godly purpose. Thanksgiving takes everything, even the things the enemy meant for the bad, it places it into God's hands, causing it to result in good. Christians, if you're here and you're a Christian, what does the Bible say? It says that God uses all things for the good for those who love him. God is not taken by surprise. If you apply Philippians 4, 6, and 7, you'd be joyful. You say, God, in the midst of the trials, I'm going to take this and I'm going to thank you anyway. It takes the storm from a scary thing that you think you're going to die into a fun, wave-catching experience. Remember that the same wave, and you've heard me say this before, the same wave that terrifies the person who can't swim exhilarates the surfer who can surf. And it is all about mentality and training. The same waves that terrify one with the right mentality, with a kingdom mentality, cause fun. Big thought. Even controversial for some. So my heart for us this morning, church, is this. We're going to take a moment now to outwork what we're speaking about, to be the 10 percenters to say thank you to God for this year. In the midst of bushfires, in the midst of COVID, in the midst of recession, in the midst of flooding, we say, God, we still choose to say thank you anyway. (laughs) We will not let the enemy think he has more power than he does. All things have been placed under his feet, the Bible says. Under the feet of, I mean, the devil's been placed under under the feet of God. All authority has been given to Jesus. Thanksgiving helps us remember that. This morning I want you to go home with this image in your mind. You are a Thanksgiving person. You eat this broccoli, but you enjoy the sweetness of this Cadbury dairy milk chocolate. And the difference so with Thanksgiving is you can't get sick of Thanksgiving. You get eat all that in one go, you might get a bit of a stomachache. Thanksgiving, you just get better and better. But let's be the church that's the 10%. Let's be the church that comes back and says thank you. Let's be the church that actually thinks about things and goes, who has impacted my life this year? 
Who has paid a price? Who has been consistent? We have so much to be thankful for as a church. God has been good to us in the midst of a very tricky season. Why don't you just close your eyes while you're sitting there? I just want to just let us just respond in our heart to that message just before we go on to these stats. I'm just going to pray a prayer. And I just invite you, whether you're new here, whether you've been here for a while in this place, I just want to encourage you to open your heart in this moment. We ask everyone to close their eyes just for privacy for those around you and for yourself. This is a private moment. So, Father, we just take this moment to say we are thankful. We are thankful for you sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sin. We are thankful, Lord Jesus, that while we were still sinners, that your word tells us that you died for us, that we might be free. Even when we weren't worthy, you made us you made a way for us to receive your grace and love, to have a brand new start. And as you have your eyes closed in this place, if you just feel in your heart that you just, you just say, you know what, I, need, I want to respond to that and say, yes, Jesus, I want you to be my Lord and Savior. I want you to forgive me of my sin. I want to say thank you. Whether it's your first time or whether it's a recommitment, I just invite you just to put your hand up where you are and say, that's me. Awesome, I see that hand. Awesome, I see that hand. Once it's up, we can put it down. Awesome, I see that hand. Fantastic, I see that hand. Awesome, I see that hand in the middle. Anybody else, you just say, yes, I want to respond to that love. I want to respond to that forgiveness that grace that Jesus made a way for me, even when I didn't deserve it, his love made a way for me. Anybody else in this place? Awesome, I see that hand. Thank you, Jesus. What I'm going to do, I'm just going to pray a prayer and just keep your eyes closed. And if you put your hand up, we're actually going to pray with you this prayer. It's a prayer of commitment. Commitment to God. And if you put your hand up, I want you just to pray this with all your heart. Maybe you didn't put your hand up, but you know you need to pray this prayer. Just join with us. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for my sin. And this morning, Lord Jesus, with all my heart, I ask you to come into my heart and come into my life and forgive me of my sin and everything I've done wrong. I receive your love and your forgiveness. And I declare that Jesus, I believe in you. You are my Lord and you are my Savior. And Holy Spirit, come into my life and help me every day 
walk with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give God a hand of praise. Thank you, Lord. If you, if you responded then, and you put your hand up or, or responded in your heart, um, we would love to help you, but let me give you a couple of tips. Number one, uh, one of the best ways to walk forward with God is to connect with other Christians. So come along to Sundays. Speak to one of our team uh, around the place. We want to help you. But get involved with church. It helps you walk, especially in tough days. Number two, We'll give you a free Bible if you don't have one. But if you need a Bible um, and you have a phone, the YouVersion app, Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N, it's free. Download that and do some Bible plans on there. It'll help you walk with God. And the third thing is pray every day. Can I hear an amen? How do you pray? It's just talking with God. Be thankful every day. You just made the best decision you'll ever make in your life. The greatest thing is to f- choose to follow Christ. And as a church family, we want to help you anyway. We can with that. So reach out. We'd love to help you in Jesus' name. Does this sound good? Yeah. Awesome. You know, one more story. Growing up, my dad, my dad's a hero to me. He pastored this church for 30 plus years. Yeah. And I remember, and even now, as a kid, I will just, he'll be in the kitchen cooking and then you hear this, Thank you, Jesus. What? What was that? Be in the boat fishing. Thank you, Jesus. What? You haven't got a fish. What are you saying thank you, Jesus, for? In the car driving. Thank you, Lord. And I just had this example shown to me where whenever he had his heart think about God, he couldn't help but just say, thank you, God. He lived in an atmosphere or lives in an atmosphere of thanksgiving. And I want that for my heart, and I want that for your heart. So never be ashamed of thanking the Lord, because he is worthy of all the praise. Amen. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.